and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. Uh, we have perhaps that's probably the best count we've had. Would you say, Rob? Yeah, but I, I, I can't <laughs> tell is if he pressed record when he said one, which means the first bit of what you said was cut off. No. So you pressed. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. We have a very, very crowded room today. We have a very crowded room. We have uh, with us in the background, you won't talk on camera. We have with us our major sponsor, Mr. Jack Whitaker, <laughs> who um, provided us with Robert Whitaker. Um, thank you, uh, Jack. We have uh, Taps Opataya. Did I say your name correct? Opataya? Chapo Opataya, yep. Yep, and uh, Jai Opataya, 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 and uh, Mr. Robert Whitaker. What a full room and tape extraordinaire, David Roberts. We have a full house today. Um, no, it should be. So, we're doing this podcast off the back of uh, some of the sparring the boys did. So, Jai and Rob just sparred now. Um, how was it? How'd it go? Bro? It's good, man. It's um, uh, sparred Whitaker uh, a couple times now, and I feel like he's mm. he's really grown and. <clears throat> movements heaps better you know um, <laughs> mate I would, I would hope to have grown because those first couple of times we sparred you fed me it was rough and it's the same with me I'm, I'm learning a lot of him so it's mm. good man and it's helping us both grow yeah no great body to move around with great body so you're you're his father and his coach what's the um what, watching them spar can can rob box or what's the level to, to um, as a boxer in pure boxing and what do you see the transition like for, for, for an MMA fighter to box? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess um, MMA and boxing are different. The stances and um, what Rob does to set up to do all his other MMA stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he boxes well. He's very awkward, isn't like another Awkward, I was like. Hey, like, <laughs> like another Jeff Horn. Like mm. awkward but strong. And, yeah. what, what is it that makes her awkward in particular about the style? Um, it's just uh, all well, something for me. I'm a counterpuncher, you know. I, I like to sort of work off what they do, make make move on their mistakes. But um, his sort of movements, it's, it's unorthodox, so you know it's hard. It's hard to read, you know, where his feet are and the way he throws punches. But like, but that's that's how people are going to fight me as well, you know, because I, I, I am a good boxer and a good counterpuncher. People have to be awkward and ugly to fight me, and um. So yeah, well, Rob's certainly I mean. ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not so much ugly, but just that yeah. unorthodox. You know what I mean? You go it's, out it's of your way natural. to find ugly. One hundred percent. No, I, I I had to. That's what I, yeah. I really enjoyed the sparring today because, like in that sense, with you, I had to really think about like I had to try and mix it up. I had to disguise when I was going to move in. I had to make it yeah. try and catch you on the off foot. And it was hard, <laughs> super hard. There were a couple of times just went straight down the pipe and crowned me, but um. <laughs> But no, it was, it was, it was really <coughs> fun. It was like a chess match. It really was. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the point of it, man. Mm. It's good. So. Your, your dad and your granddad were boxers? Yeah. Do you remember your dad fighting? No, I don't actually, yeah. Because uh, yeah, he's got that bad leg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got bad leg. Yeah, he, stopped, he stopped when I was like, he's young. So I don't remember. How old would you have been? I remember, I remember him in the gym, like doing a bit of sparring. Lucky he cut that out when I got older. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah, I remember him training a lot of people, but because as I grew up, he was always training other fighters and <clears throat> holding pads for heaps of people. But um, but what year yeah. were you? When were you born? Ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. And your last fight was in two thousand. Two thousand. 
And so, and you don't remember that? No. No, he's five. That's what, that's what, that's what I, uh, I, I get a lot with you as well. Like, you blow me away how you're, he remembers everything through kindergarten, before yeah. kindergarten, like, remembers everything. I thought everyone did. Oh. Like, I, I, I can barely remember last year. Yeah, like, it blows me away, like, you can do that. Because, yeah, I don't remember anything almost of my childhood. Uh-huh. So, but you remember your we're early memories. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're punching the head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember your dad fighting? Uh, no. Um, I missed a lot of it too because I was about the same age. Did your dad train people? Did your dad train you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had a gym in New Zealand, in Otara. Uh, he trained quite a few people. So I grew up doing the same thing he did, swinging off the bags and getting bashed by the older guys and <laughs> sort of stuff like that. Um, what just said, Adicure, what's the hardest fight that you've had to, that you've had to watch for when you've watched Jai fight? The hardest one? For um, you as a coach and, and as a coach, let, let's do, let's segment it like this as a coach and then as a dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been, um, the Olympic games when he fought at the Olympic games, he fought them, he got German. Uh, no, he was yeah. from Kazakhstan yeah, or something. Uh, Azerbaijan or yeah. something. And so when he went there, he got drew and they all drew whatever pulled out that. He drew the number one in the world at the time. So um, he rings me up and said, oh, we've got the number one. I said, you're at the Olympics, mate. They're all fucking number one. It doesn't really matter. And um, the way he fought, um, he should have won it, I reckon. But I don't know, we're all biased, but a lot of people reckon. I've seen the won. fight. I couldn't remember where the guy yeah, he should have won it, really, but um, I think it was hard because he, he knew he put so. It was a draw him. after the first two rounds, eh? That's right. Yeah. And in the last round, he went out harder in the last round, and they still gave it to him. So um, I think it was hard because he put so much into it. And as a, was that it was hard as a dad or hard as a coach? Both, as a coach as well, and because um, when you go to the AIS. Uh, as a coach, what we were doing, we were doing exactly the same as what they were doing at the AOS. We had sponsors paying for our physio and um, strength and conditioning. And so we weren't, there was not too much they were doing different from what we were doing. So they had, they had you had to move into the AOS. Yeah, sorry, yeah, what once? Dave, is the volume all right with, with top? No, probably just. Yeah, if you get a bit closer. Yeah, because it can't, oh, yeah, you won't hear it. Then people went, oh, you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, so we. Um, so they had to take him away and they had to join a team. But as you know, boxing is really not a team thing like football. So uh, when I seen him... Um, sorry about that. <laughs> so when I seen him lose, I was um, disappointed with the coaches didn't pick it up, not picking up the way he was... Um, fighting and all that sort of stuff. But, um, was it an overestimation of the other opponent or an underestimation of Jai or both? Or how do you feel, Jai? Like, but how did you guys feel about that? I sort of know what my dad's... You, sorry, from. just to give context, you were the youngest person from Australia to ever mm. qualify for, for the Olympics yeah. at 16 years old. Yeah. So... Yeah, he qualified at 16 and turned 17 two weeks before we walked into the village. Yeah, yeah. So I think most of it for him was just... a. I was, I'm here. Well, I didn't, yeah, I, I really definitely didn't take it in. Eh? I didn't. I didn't soak it in because when I look back at it now, I'm like, oh, you know, that's it's crazy. But when I was there, I was like, <clears throat> I don't know. I was just didn't. Yeah, didn't soak it in. I was just there for a trip, another boxing yeah. tournament. Oh, no, he was ready for it. Yeah. I thought he was ready for I was it. Fit, but 
Yeah. Um, but then when he walked out, because I can read him and his body and his looks, I know when he's on and when he's off. And he was that pumped when he walked out. I knew he was going to fight wrong because he just was like, Yah! instead of boxing him, he went out and tried to brawl with him. And it was a good fight, but I, re- I still reckon he won it. But yeah, that was my disappointment when, and the hardest I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I, just to give the credentials here, just to, like I checked them with you earlier, but you were the AIBA Youth World Bronze Medalist, the world title holder um, as an amateur, the world youth cruiserweight uh, title holder, that's an IBF title, WBC Oriental and Pacific Cruiserweight uh, Champion, the Australian Cruiserweight Champion, Sorry. and the youngest that, ever Australian to compete in, in an Olympics. Yeah. Um, one of the questions, I guess, for both of you, because you, you're... <coughs> you you started fighting very very early as well as what you debut as a pro uh, at 18 yeah because um, that was the that was a legal age for mma it was 18 so i have a question for both of you as as young guys did you feel the relationship to pressure be very different like say for example um maybe going to olympic trials now as a as a as a grown man versus going as a 16 year old as a 16-year-old, maybe you didn't know the full gravity of what you were doing at the time, didn't let the pressure get to you, or, or yourself, like, as an 18-year-old starting to fight in MMA before you grasp necessarily the full concept of what you know now? I don't know. What's mm. the, the relationship with that? Well, I can't imagine what it would be like to be going to the, the Olympics at 16. Like, like when, I was, when I was 21, I got into the Ultimate Fighter House, and the only, thing, the only thing I could think about the whole time was all the free kit. Like, it was all the free kit, all the gloves. <laughs> That's what he was doing. All the clothes, the shirt. And I was like, I, I am set. Like, yeah. i got That's so much stuff. Like, and that was at 21. So, like, I can't imagine at 16 what it would have been like to be given all this kit, to be treated, to be put on. Because you, you, you would have been put on a bit of a pedestal as, like, the team, the competing team, yeah. and, and put into the village and... I can't imagine what that would have been like. Yeah. Uh, man, I remember getting my kid, eh? They took us to the big factory, giving us all this LZ gear, bro. <laughs> it was Christmas. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think that's where my, what my dad was saying earlier about the way I fought. <clears throat> I fought with sort of ego. Like, I, I felt like people thought I was too young to be there. Mm. So, so I went out there to try and prove myself instead of box smart, which I'm a smart boxer, you know what I mean? Mm. So I think it sort of backfired on that, but in a sense where I did make that it it's it's helped me grow so much and it and um doing it at such a young age it's helped me experience things at a young age as well you know what I mean mm. so now I'm 24 and I feel like I've done a lot of things that people haven't even done that they why they're 24 100% do, do, do you feel like um it kind of set the bar a bit you know even though like you, you you think yeah, you're yeah. Fight, like it was a it, close fight it's, um, it was a platform to be where we're at today yeah like it, it, it set the bar and you're like okay there's there's killers in the world yeah that's right I gotta work yeah. and then you know who won the gold medal in that, the games uh, Yusik you know that Yusik the cruiserweight mm. Ukrainian yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so he, he won the gold medal so my eyes were on him because I knew he was fucking dangerous but he wasn't number one ranked day. no he wasn't the guy that he fought he ended up getting the bronze medal so the guy that he drew first, he's ranked number one in the world. But Yusik has won, like, I don't know how many amateur fights. Yeah, now, like, had a now, million amateur that, fights, yeah. yeah. Put him up there, so. No, no, back then, he had, like, four or five hundred. Yeah. 
friggin' fights. Him and Lemonchenko and all those Europeans, because their circuits different from Australian, New Zealand, and all the South Pacific boxing community, you know, Oceania as they call it. So. Um, at the moment, you're ranked 11th WBA, 12th IBF, and 15th in the WBO. So how, how far away are you from, because, you know, <coughs> we are talking people to, I think, the, not, maybe not the next, but probably the one after that, world champion. But how far do you guys think? Not far at all. Eh? Um, it, you know, I've got a good team behind me, and they're doing their job to uh, get me to the belt. But um. I'm saying we've got about two, three max domestic to clean the, my backyard. There's a few names that have, you know, up here, and I feel like if I don't clean my own backyard, there's always going to be sort of that, oh, well, you know, he should fight him, he should fight him. So I feel like if I clean this whole um, Oceania region out, then there'll be everyone sort of get behind me to take on the world. And that, that's all boxing's about, eh? Like you need to support the fighter out of your country. But, um, and then we're looking at a world title shot in about six, six fights, eh? Like, that's, and that's realistic, so. Yeah, it's not far. Probably, probably by the end of next year. That's the plan they've got. Should to keep winning. Hopefully yeah. over here, but we don't want to go over there fucking, when we can do it here, but we need the backing to do it here. Yeah. If we can get a bit of backing, I think from our last show that we had, we got some really, really good feedback of it. And, um, yeah, I think it will just slowly progress going further and bigger and harder. Like, we're ready to take on any of the top ten in the world tomorrow if we wanted to. But we've just got to do it wisely. He's only 24, so I think we should just take our time. Yeah, it's not a huge rush. It's what was rush. Your, Everyone's saying, get up, man, come on, shut up. Yeah. What was it like for you? What? Because what, um, you were in a similar position to him. At 24, you were breaking into the top 10, top 15 in the world in your respective sport. And then, so it's a kind of like a parallel in with your careers. I, I don't know if, um, I don't know, advice sounds like a condescending term, but I don't know what what kind That's of good. talk That's would you have for, for him. <clears throat> Because um, he's not that far apart in age, yeah, but yeah. In, in sport, that's yeah. that's a fair bit. I guess the the biggest thing for me was that I just had to take a one one fight at a time. Just focus everything you have. I focused everything I had on this one fight, on beating this one guy, yeah. and then when I, I, I'll beat him, it was the next guy I'm going to beat you now, and then. You know, two yeah. years passed by, and then you were there. <laughs> like then I was there, and it yeah. happens so quick too. Yeah. That's like, all you got to do is keep yeah. freaking winning. Yeah, yeah. That's so all that you got to do. That makes sense. Just the one fight at a time. Yeah, yeah. Just because you you can't you can't look past it. There's yeah. the, there is nothing past it. You know, because the the roads are different depending on a win or a loss. So you just like this fight means everything. Every fight. Every fight for me was, was like a world title fight. Yeah, like fighting right. for the title wasn't more important to me than any of the other fights before it. And yeah. just like defending the belt like in, in October is not different for me. It's, it's the same. It's the exact same. Yeah. I just want to beat you because I don't want to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. How, how, um, how much has it helped you, do you think, having an extensive amateur career and travelling and, and all of that? Huge, bro. Massive, mate. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and and especially the international belts, you know, like the, because I'm I'm a, I'm literally this a kid from the Central Coast, you know, like oh, this this sort of stuff before my my first ever international tournament was 
the Junior World Championships, and and I won it. Where was that in Armenia? No, uh, Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan. And I, I I won it, and I was thinking, bro, like, what the? And I and I like not to sound cocky, but I felt like I won it with ease, you know, like I. I <clears throat> but it makes it gets your mindset to think, you know, I'm capable of mixing it with these best people in the world. You know what I mean? And once you once once someone realizes that that an athlete is bet is good enough to beat these people you know the best in the world then the sky's the limit eh? like it literally is like do you have a stigma coming from australia what is it like do you do you have a thing where like say for example with rob i know there's a big like because rob's the first champion to do it from this region yeah. other than mark but mark was in k1 yeah. you know but he still put my opinion put Australian MMA, oh, yeah, New yeah. Zealand, Oshana MMA, yeah. even martial map. arts on, on the map, you yeah. know what I mean? So to me, he's like kind of like he had the belt, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but there's a stigma that, well, who do you, you know, you have to train overseas, who do you train with, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, da, da, da. And um, do you find that stigma in boxing as well? Um, it's definitely there, eh? But that, that's what I mean about this international experience, you know, it's sort of breaks down those sort of walls, you know, the, the, the thoughts of your mind being like, oh, you know, these American boxers, these American, you know, you think because they're just American boxers, because pe people that don't know boxing, they go, oh, why haven't you fought in America? They think if you fight over America, all of a sudden you're a good boxer. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they've get, they got these things in their mind and you start to believe it. <clears throat> but then once you start fighting over there, you go spar over there and you're mixing it with them and you're like, what the hell, bro? Like, and then, yeah, just... It just shows what you're capable of. Because one of the things I, I see, like, just when, you know, when people go, are you training overseas or, you know, how does Rob get sparring partners? Mm. And I think, dude, if you're not getting up in the morning to go to the gym here, yeah. what, are you going to fucking do it over there? Yeah, You've yeah. got to do it. That's why we travel everywhere. Yeah. People go, oh, we get sparring. I go, we go everywhere. We're not just on the coast. We're do you get enough sparring here in Australia? Um, yeah, pretty much. There's a young kid called Justin Honey up at Queensland. Beast. Oh, Beast. yeah, yeah. He, Mark, Mark Wilson's his coach. Mm. Crazy, crazy. That's, I was at the Youth Olympics with him. That's the thing that I was talking crazy. about before Damien Hooper. Yeah, fucking massive. Got an eye like a middleweight. Hits like heavyweight. Feet. Oh, it's crazy good. Yeah. So he's the best player that we get here. And then we go Queensland, Melbourne, other guys out there that help out. When and Justice plus, turns like, pro, you, he'll go the whole way? I reckon so. Yeah, I don't doubt it. He'll, he'll bash Jason Parker. But it all Parker. starts in the gym, you know, and then he trains he'll hard bash too. bash Jason so. Parker. You reckon? Oh, easy. <clears throat> he's that good, eh? Like, they, they, they reckon. And is that in 20? Yeah, he's 20. Your dad <clears throat> yes. fought Monday? My dad fought Monday. Back Did in 67, I think, or 68. So you guys go... Way, way, and did his dad like your great granddad? Yeah, yeah, my great granddad done it in Samoa, and then my dad done it. And my dad had four brothers that were doing it in New Zealand as well. So everyone's boxed in your family, everyone's boxed in their family. How many <clears throat> pro fights did you have? Six, and amateur career, mm, 40. So it's a lot of fights, yeah, yeah. But then as we get older, we drift off and be, yeah get lost and <laughs> were you were you like a, a naughty kid yes <laughs> do, you, do you see um, and I say like a naughty kid and, and you can elaborate a, a deviant <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely do you see I wasn't um, the best 
the, the relationship then between like father and son and coaches will, do you see or or you obviously <laughs> try to steer him away from that and whatnot? He's like, been a naughty kid at school. <laughs> were you, were you, were you, no, we got we got a good relationship me and my dad. Eh? We're, we're good mates and we're pretty honest with each other. You know what I mean? And he doesn't hide nothing from me. I don't hide nothing from him. So he keeps it pretty uh, pretty true. So did did um is it hard to go home and he's not the coach no more? Does that like that relationship with coach now, then dad coach etc. Nah, not really, eh? I don't know. It's just, it's just always, been, it's just always worked. So, because you guys have been coaching since, like, like since you started, yeah, so from day like, one, yeah. So yeah. It's, that relationship has always been the same. Yeah. It's like coach dad. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Mm. I um, it's I I heard that you get upset, you get cut, and that when he steals your friends. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said to me. Nah, that's funny, about eh? Because like, say, say when we celebrating or going on, going on the beers. My mate's always like, oh, what's your dad? I was like, get your dad. <laughs> but it's good, bro. You know, we get along, so I don't know. What do but you does do? he take your friends off you? <laughs> nah. <laughs> he said he does. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> if you have kids, would um, would you want them in a box? I don't know, man. We'll have to see when it happens, eh? Fuck, well, you know, it's... It, if I make enough connections throughout, well, I probably will, but it's a... Uh, it's a lonely shit sport sometimes, eh? And we've gone through a lot, but um, see what happens. See what happens. You, Rob? Yeah, no, they'll know how to fight. Yeah. It's like, you yeah, got yeah. it. Otherwise, you're just kind of waiting for a hiding. <laughs> if you don't know how to fight, someone's going to give you a hiding one day. So they'll know how to fight. If they want to, if like, I'll support them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm not, not going to. Yeah. I'm a dog. <laughs> but, um... But I'd rather steer them away from it. Like you said, there's too much, there's a lot of sacrifice and pain and yeah. hardship. And, yeah. It's lonely sports. Yeah, yeah and it's, it really is lonely, especially it's when you try sport. to achieve more than what the average people can. Yeah. When, you, when you try to move further, when you try to get into that group where there's 1% of people, even less than that. Yeah. It's like there's less than 1% of people up there because they've lost everyone. Like, yeah, like no one can, like they've had to cut the bad fruits from the tree they've had to leave friends that wanted to go out and party that's right like yeah and it's hard and it's not it's not it's not only hard for you it's hard for your family and for your support like it, it is a hard sport the fight game the fight world and you know the thing is people look at it and they go you know i don't know whoever they see it. look at floyd mayweather and how much money he makes and you think dude like you fucking see like the guys that do wrestling or something they get no money government support very little if at all um boxing I don't know. I'd imagine they wouldn't get that much more in the amateur circuits, like government support. <laughs> Nothing. Right? Yeah. No. And then even as you're fighting your way up as a pro, until you've gotten like a name, mm. like you're probably not much either. No. Um, do like, you want to elaborate on that? So, like I had my first fight at eight years old. So I've been doing the exact same thing since I was eight years old. Running, training, punching, you know what I mean? Same thing. And I feel like maybe the last 12 months, I'm actually starting to get something out of it. You know what I mean? Boxing's actually giving a little bit back. Not enough to, you know, support my family. Like if I was to have kids right now, I'd, I'd be, but I'm, I'm getting by, and I'm, you know what I mean? I haven't, I haven't like got there yet, you know what I mean? Like, That's a funny thing you mentioned as well. Like I, 
Like I, I see a lot of people talking and like they're like, oh, when you love something, you you can do it forever. Like you enjoy it, and it's like we we love what we do. Yeah, we enjoy what we do. It doesn't. It doesn't mean it doesn't shoot us to get up in the morning and do the same thing every day. Yeah. Like there, there are still sessions we don't want to be at. Yeah. Like I can love something, still not want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard. It's like a lot of because like a, like when, when they when they're trying to talk to me about it, it's like oh, it must be great doing what you love. It's like it is, it is. But then do it for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's a hard. Yeah, like, even I think like even if you're a parent, like you love it, you you things or whatever, da da da. But if the kid cries at three a.m. and you got to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work, you're going to go, fuck. I mean, you hate the kid, but you're still not going to get it. 200%. Cover it with a pillow. You can't do that anymore. Uh, (laughs) Anymore. (laughs) They change the laws. You started started boxing or kickboxing because you couldn't, you can't box in New South Wales. Yeah, you weren't allowed to uh, compete in boxing uh, until you were 14. So before I was 14, I was doing heaps of... uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing, fighting on heaps of US uh, kickboxing shows and stuff like that. So. How many kickboxing fights you have? Ah, oh, man, around twelve. Yeah, twelve. And so, um, would you still fight like in Queensland or other states? Yeah, well, we're going up to Queensland to fight there because the rules were different up there too. So. <clears throat> But kickboxing was pretty dodgy, eh? Like, the shows we used to fight, nah, man. Kickboxing's that, like a gentleman's right. sport. Man. <laughs> it's, it's changed now, you know, but, man, like, with boxing, we've got blue books, you know, everyone knows their experience. There's novices. Man, when we were kids fighting on those shows, you'd just rock up, find another kid and go, oh, has he had many fights? The trainer would be like, nah, nah, he hasn't had many. <laughs> just chuck him in. Far out. I was fighting, like, I would have been, what, Young man, like 10 fighting like 12, 13 year olds, you know what I mean? Like pre pre blue book days, yeah. yeah. Well, but I was I was a big kid too, so and my dad was just like, Yeah, nah, you'll be right, jump in. So, how'd you go in the fights? Yeah, well, I can't really, I can't remember my record, eh? I think you lost about five, maybe six. Well, it was just about getting in there, you know, it was like at that age, being tough, yeah, getting used to the stage, just getting experience under your belt, eh? Because all the kids were heaps older than him because he was. Short and stocky. Oh, were you a short kid? He was short. He had any any bloom when he was about 20. I thought he was going to be short like my dad. Did you, um, did you enjoy kicking? Did you, yeah, well, are you good at kicking? Oh, man. Well, back in the day, man, like I was a southpaw, so I was like the back left kick. Was, <laughs> yeah. And back when I was a kid. <laughs> but um, oh, I was just, I grew up kickboxing, so I was. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind it, eh? Yeah. It was good. But the transfer from going from kickboxing to boxing, because I, I transfer, I had kickboxing, and then I'd have a boxing fight in like Canberra, because Canberra, <clears throat> the rules would be different. You could fight there when I was like thirteen or twelve, mm. and then I'd go back to kickboxing, and I was doing all this head movement, and get kicked in the face. Because <laughs> when, when 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 we were about as far earlier today, Fabio goes, you know what? He's also had heaps of kickboxing fights. I was like, ah. Oh. That's all I need. I need. He can kick now as well. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got the kicks for years. Maybe we could do with some kickboxing. No yeah. way. Kickboxing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, your dad was signing you up for kickboxing. Yeah. Oh, no. We're we're spying. <laughs> you know you what? But <laughs> on, on the way here, I was thinking in my head. I was like, oh man, like I probably could be able to do something. And then after we after we spied, I was thinking. Not a chance I'm confident of kicking to the <laughs> leg. No. We'll be able to walk for two weeks, eh? No way. So. When was the last time you did kickboxing? Oh, 
14. I think 14. Yeah. I had my so last over ten years. Yeah. <laughs> no, over ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Dad was so keen for you to. Yeah, get he signed you up. <laughs> like we, we pretty much signed the form. <laughs> so he was right in the deep end, man. It all was off footing when we were sparring today. <laughs> <laughs> was when I would I would come in I'd land a crisp shot on you and your dad would be like yeah good shot Rob my dad usually walks to the other person's corner and helps them out when we're sparring man. Oh. yeah I'm gonna make it hard for him I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a good shot <laughs> oh, yeah he loves it <laughs> you um you went to the Commonwealth Games as well eh yeah um now that would have been different to the Olympics because when you went to the Olympics, you weren't expected to win. You were just a kid that went to the Olympics. But when you went to Commonwealth Games, you were one of the favourites to win. Yeah. Am I am I correct with that? Yeah. Or was well, that just me that had all no, the pressure? No, I was. On I, well, I was <laughs> yeah. one of the favourites. Fab was pretty well. <laughs> I was fucking holding my, my, my flags, my giant t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the boys were putting money on it. Then yeah. yeah. lost it. Was me up there. Fuck. You lost the belt, bro. Yeah, that was yeah. I, de- I definitely let the situation get to me, you know. Um, that that was another massive learning sort of curve for me in my career because I I lost to a person that shouldn't have beat me. You know what I mean? I, I, I f- it was a big it was a big Nigerian dude, bro. I was thinking, bro, this guy is huge, and he kept telling my coach and that he's going, I'm gonna eat him for breakfast. And I was going, you talk. Like I was getting teed up. Hey? I was like sweating and stuff before I walked out. Like I was so angry. And I, I went out there and I tried to stand toe to toe with him, man. Like, and then I complete, I fought a complete different fight than what I should have fought. Like, if I would have just boxed his ears off, I probably wouldn't have even got touched. Like, I wouldn't even have got a score, a point scored on me. But I went there and I stood in front of him to try and be a man. You know, I tried to like, oh come on, then you want to talk? Let's let's fight. And then it just all went out the window, <laughs> eh? Yeah, it was terrible. And then and then I got beat. And then I was just regretted it for ages, and I, I fought. I fought with like emotion, then brain. You know what I mean? And that, that that was another massive learning curve for me, like just to control emotions and just just box, because I'm a good boxer. So just just fight. Like people don't realize that fighting is not just about punching. It's a science. You know, it's it's making a miss, move, moving, countering. So yeah. What did you think of that fight, Taps? Oh shit. <laughs> oh my! Like, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" And I Were knew. Were you there? No, I wasn't there. But I knew when he'd come out. He was like, "Fucking like that." And I was like, "Oh no, not again!" Fucking again! <laughs> yeah. I, exactly what I thought. I go, yeah. "No, he's doing it again." And then as soon as he walked out, he walked straight out and just sat there like that. And I went, "Fuck!" Sat in his punch. Turn the TV off after the first round. I, I copped it for a while when I got home. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> probably one of, like you said though probably one of the best lessons yeah yeah, yeah. Like, 100% so you, we sat down and went over it and said yeah you let him get in your head how, how hard is it for you to watch that as a dad oh it was crushing because I knew he should have come back with a medal tell um, me how hard is it for you mate because I, I know from my own experience like it, like it's, it's crushing but how hard is it for you to know that you could have done better oh but I honestly try not to think about it, you know. Thanks, man. Because <laughs> I know no, that no. feeling. It's 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 the te- it's the worst feeling. Like I, I could dead set lay in bed and like not sleep a whole night just mm. thinking about what I should have done. Yeah. And it's te- it's the worst feeling, eh? But it's just it's just about learning and yeah. 
it's that's what you tell yourself to get over it but i definitely feel like it has sort of like i was still young there like you know what i mean yeah. but i feel like i got those kids emotions i was letting it sort of all get to me and you know but it happens and as, as long as i do learn from it i don't let it happen again then yeah because yeah. I, I i remember when, when i when i had my first loss when um in in where was i in macau and i called my dad up on the phone crying just crying my eyes out how old were you 18 18 19 no 19 probably that was a korean guy that triangled you yeah triangled me because yeah. um because i just the whole the whole prep the whole week the whole fight was just I let it get to me. I let the hype get to me. Like yeah. I didn't treat things as I should have. Didn't treat the fight as properly as I should have. In what yeah. way? Like the, I just like I, I went. I think I went out the night before. Like not drinking, but I was just out. Yeah. Out in the in the I casino. I was doing things like that too. Huh? I, I was doing things like that too. Right? Like I, yeah. Like I, I, I knew I was a hopeful, and I, I knew I was a good boxer, and I just sort of let it. I wasn't. I wasn't training like mm. a winner. Yeah, I was oh, training like a competitor. Oh yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't treat it with the respect that it yeah. deserved, with the severity that it deserves. It's a serious thing. Like I think, like after the weight cut, I think I went to the casino for a little bit. Like I wasn't at back home resting. I, did, I definitely, definitely didn't eat and hydrate properly. <laughs> that was back in the day <laughs> when we met. I still wasn't doing that yeah, right. Not in the UFC, but like and and I just it, it wasn't done properly. And then the result was I just went in there and went did whatever I wanted. And then got a quick loss, yeah. and then yeah, it's all learning, I think. Yeah, I rang my dad crying, was blubbering. <laughs> and I wrote myself off that night. Got, oh. got robbed in the elevator. I was I was blackout drunk, and I, I passed out in the in the elevator and woke up with no money, no wallet, no phone. Because <laughs> after, after the loss, I just depressedly yeah, went to a yeah. club and drank as much as I could. They had like a, a special of like four Heineken for four dollars. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! Like, I, I went, I went crazy because you could only buy four. Yeah, you know, that was the deal. You yeah, got yeah. four for four dollars, and I went crazy. And then I blacked out, woke yeah. up in the lobby with no, no wallet, no phone, no money. How'd you get on? I had my passport. Like, oh, you still had your passport. It was upstairs. So luckily I had my passport and the next day we were going home. So, Because I saw that fight. That fight wasn't like, it wasn't like the guy was beating you up or anything. You you were, if anything, winning and then you, you, you ended up on the ground mm. and the guy triangled you. Yeah. You know, and if, a lot of what ifs, but like if I, maybe if I, I had treated it differently, if my headspace was in a, in a better position, if I was more switched on and focused on what I needed to do, I wouldn't have been put in that situation, you know, but yeah, that was one of the learning curves. Like yeah. you said, there's a lot though, like that was the first learning curve. Yeah. There's a lot more that you go through, that I've gone through, you know, that you will go through, yeah, it just happens, right. it's life. Especially in this game, this game is a roller coaster. Yeah. Like you have your ups and then you have your downs. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Do you ever worry you're when, like, you've made mistakes in the past and you see he's going to make a mistake? Yeah. Do you, how do you deal with that? And how do you not, like, say, no, Joe, I don't do it? Because you've got to let him make the mistake too. How do you find that balance? I just said, don't. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's what I do. <laughs> I go, bro, don't do that. Is, is it hard for you though? Like, like, how can I say yeah, it? Because I know to not to, to not go. Yeah, because I, I, I know he has to go through it. Um, like I even ring his mates and say, mate, fuck off, leave him alone. Don't go near him. He's fucking in training. And I go, oh, no, 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 mate, fuck off, leave him alone. And then he'll ring and go, did you ring him? And I go, yeah, mate. Like an all fucker. What? This is what I was like, first day, fresh, 18, 19, 18. Yeah, we should tell them to go away, mate. Go away. Have to. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, you're not. You have and, we usually go, and we usually go out and drink anyway, between us, and, and then he runs away. <laughs> Spewing up everything. <laughs> do, you, do you find it hard to move away from temptations and whatnot um there's always those temptations you know but fuck, when, when you want something bad bro it's it becomes easier you know what i mean like it's, it's a lot easier to say no now that i'm this far in my career like I, it was especially when i first turned 18 that 19 i didn't really live a normal kid's life and i was always training so i never went to like house parties and stuff like that so i discovered alcohol like a late later sort of age and i went through little fucking running a muck stage but now I feel like it's, it's heaps easier to say no you know what I mean I'm like nah I'm not coming like so when, it, when you want something bad you, you you will say no is it is it for I suppose the three of you I can ask this question is it a situation that being that you're boxers and MMA fighters and whatnot that when you being on if you're drunk or if you even if you're not drunk even if you're sober but other people around you are drunk and you're out in those kind of settings, um, the consequences of you hitting someone or, or something like that, like, um, because there'd be, there, there are idiots out there. Heaps. What, um, what's that like, being young guy as well? Did that, is that something you've come up with? Oh, man. <clears throat> I don't know, eh? you know, you just see what happens. <laughs> what do you reckon, <laughs> bro? Mate, I, that, that sounds like you've killed someone. Don't <laughs> <you>? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you didn't want to answer. But it's hard. But like, like if say if there was kids listening today, you're gonna say, oh, you know, don't fight, walk away. Like that's unrealistic. You know what I mean? That that's just stupid. No, no. But that's, that's why I'm asking. Today, you, we're men with honor. You know, I feel like it's a it's a it's a dying breed these days. You know, men with respect and honor. Like you you fight for a purpose. If you have to, you know what I mean. But these days, fuck, just. But has that happened with you? Um, with that sort of situation? Because people know that you're a boxer. Most mm. people, A lot of people know you're a boxer. Yeah. And that people... Because, you know, like you'd think, like to me, because I'm a normal person, one, I don't start fights with anyone. And two, I wouldn't go, I'm going to go start a fight with him. That's the guy. That's him. <laughs> but... Um, you get those sort of people. But, but Central Coast yeah. is a lot different than Sydney. Ah, okay. So a lot of people know who he is and all that sort of stuff. And they don't start fights. Not really. I think there's a couple there's of times There's just big mouths everywhere, bro. There's, there's, you know, there's always the smart asses. And, and alcohol doesn't help. Yeah. You just get Dutch courage anyway. You know, um, on both sides, but... Yeah. In, in, my, in my, like... In my personal like, experience with growing up and, and fights and stuff like I... Fortunately enough for me, I, I didn't get in many fights early on when I was like still kind of insecure with who I was and still trying to like call myself a fighter if you would like 
like be that fighter guy like i'm a fighter mess with me i'll bash you like like you know you're growing yeah. in that and and fortunately enough for me i didn't get into any fights during that period like i remember going out looking for fights mm. <laughs> like like you're younger yeah like last week 18 <laughs> yeah I, 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 but that's i swear that's a normal sort of stage for every man to go through at, a, at, at <laughs> yeah. 18 or 19 like you just you go out and you want to people I don't know like that's maybe a, yeah, that, that's another learning curve <laughs> no but, but I was very fortunate because like yeah like 18 like and I'm going out looking for fights you yeah. know, because I was very insecure I didn't know who it was or like I'm just trying to be something you know yeah. but then but fortunately I didn't get into a lot of fights and like I never had that guy that come up to me and be like fuck you in my face or like threw something at me or I staunched someone like I'd never got into that fight that range because like I was still fighting and stuff so there's a lot of time I wasn't drinking a lot anyway wasn't going out a lot didn't have a ton of money so I wasn't going out a lot anyway so uh yeah I was just very lucky I didn't get to a lot of fights during that period and then the the latter part the latter half was like by the time I realized like oh no I'm good with what I do and who I am I really don't need a fight because I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it became real easy to diffuse the situation. I'm like, brother, yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to fight you because that's what I do for a living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, it's like an electrician going to your house and wiring it for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't do that. Yeah. I, I sometimes wonder with people, I was, I was walking my dog at a dog beach the other day. I won't name the dog beach, but I was walking <laughs> my, my dog at a dog beach. And this guy... It was being a fuckwit, like not just to me, like to everyone in particular. And the only thing I was just in my head, I was thinking, because this guy looked like a streak of shit warmed up, like he was a fucking mess. <laughs> was yeah. a junkie? No, it wasn't a junkie. He was Crackhead. just like a just a fucking mess of a human. Yeah. Um, like just a nature's miracle, you know what I mean? <laughs> and and I was fucking looking at him, and I was thinking, what makes you? How how the fuck are you still alive? Because if I went around, honestly, if I went around picking fights. I'd be dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and this guy's like, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe someone killed him. I don't know. <laughs> but I just, I, I don't know. It just, it just shocks me sometimes when, when I hear that. Um, is it, is that something that you've worried for, for him? That, that something like that might happen or? Yeah, there's always that possibility, but I think he's a bit smarter than that. And like Rob said, once you realize you're a fighter, you don't sort of go out and bend your back and go, to look for fights. So I've always pumped in his head. You gotta realise who you are and where you've come from and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's been good that way. He hasn't been in any, any assault charges or anything as yet. For for you your <laughs> there's still time. Give him yeah, time. <laughs> Give him time. <laughs> is there is there parallels with your life and his life at the same age? Oh, or yeah, very absolutely. different. It's there's a it's a different breed now these days. Now you've got the cameras and and social media and shit like that. Back in the day, the bouncers and that used to bash the shit out of you, my Vandermark. Yeah. Were you, um, were you, you, you worked doors? Well, I did security most, most of my life, or most of my adult life. It's the only thing I knew how to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's a different, different generation, I think. You moved from Sydney to Central Coast? That's correct. For any particular reason? Oh, we were just, I was working doors and that, and the missus said, that's enough, let's go somewhere else. You're gonna get in trouble, we end up getting locked up or something. So I said, yeah, right. And you've moved up to Central Coast? And we moved up to Central Coast, opened up a cafe up here at the entrance. I had that for five years and yeah, it was good. I think it's the best thing we've done for our kids, is to get away from Sydney. Sydney's a bit crazy now these days. How it is, I've noticed that as well, like when, when you leave, because you also moved out of Sydney kind of yeah. thing. <clears throat> 
you know, when you leave, like, when you're living here for ages, and, like, I grew up in South <laughs> Sydney, and when you're living here, you don't really notice it that much, because even the dickheads, you're like, oh, that's a dickheads, you know, so it's all right. <laughs> but as soon as you leave, and you're not living there no more, yeah. and you look back, you just know. Well, when we go over the Mooney Bridge, we just go, ah, oh, the people are different. You can walk around the beaches mm. and say good day to everyone. And here, if you say good day to them, they go, what do you want? Do you want something? I think it's the best move we've done. And you would, you, you like it there in the Central Coast? Yeah, Central Coast is home for me, bro. I don't, I don't plan on moving out of Central Coast in some sense. Would you fight in um, MMA given the opportunity? Nah. And uh, I've uh, spent years working on my boxing craft, so. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, eh? How, how, how hard do you think it is to transform? Yeah, the, for you. Um, <clears throat> like for, for someone like Guy to, to transition yeah, to you've inspired a lot of different people. Yeah, I, I, I think you could do it. The, the, I think the tricky part is like when you, when you, tra- when you trans... Um, when, you, when you go from, say, boxing to, to MMA, you have to pick up skill sets. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you went from MMA to, boxing. to boxing, you have to just refine a skill set. What do you think yeah. is harder? Makes sense. Oh, it's 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 two different games. It's it's hard. No, to no. Compare. What do you think is harder to refine and specialize in one thing, or to be able to pick up the other stuff? Uh, I think it re- really depends on the athlete, like on who, like if you got That's right. if you got a wrestler, yeah. and you said now we're going to refine your boxing to become a boxer, it's yeah. going to be hard. The road's going to be long. He's going to yeah. have to build foundations. It's brutal, yeah, yeah. But if you're like a, a striker that went into boxing, like you could re- you could refine it. You'd need yeah. time to do it, but you could refine it because he has that striking. A lot of I, I feel that like a, a key component to, to striking is is learning striking <coughs> from a young age so that you develop those instincts, yeah, yeah. those 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 things that. You can't really teach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just like... A lot of Islander people get that. It's just a normal... Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's like when to duck and when not to. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's really hard to put it. Like, I can't put a word to it. Like, it's, it really is just instincts. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you either have it or you don't. So, but yeah, I think, I think it, it is, is really dependent on the athlete. But yeah, like, if I wanted to go to, to MMA, he'd have to start refining his kicking skill set again. And he'd have to pick up wrestling and jujitsu. Yeah, I think I get the stand up, like the the striking. Yeah, you fast the, because striking is what I'm doing. I'm natural, and I've I've like like you said at a young age, I was doing all the kicking, kneeing, and stuff. But and someone <laughs> gets me on the ground and breaks me out. That's the problem. breaks me out. Eh? I got no jujitsu experience. Eh? And that's the thing, because like if I was coaching against you, I'd be like, you take this guy down. <laughs> yeah. When as, when you shake hands, you hold on. <laughs> Like, you hold on you hold on like forever because like no one's going to want to strike with you yeah yeah but the level the, the, that's the other thing I think that people don't understand like the level MM, MMA striking it's not anywhere near like Jai's level in striking no no Jai's much in more technical games. No, much like, more like, technical. like he said there's different games and yeah but I feel like in MMA you can get away with that a little bit more yeah. because the gloves are smaller yeah, definitely. Yeah, but as soon as those hands start coming, yeah, unless the, the high level, the IQ test is if you don't try and take him down. You're yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So go, that person should not breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. idiot. You start on the ground. You you shoot yeah. from across the octagon. <laughs> like. But but you you know you guys you used to fight on Tummers shows and that. Yeah. Shout out to. 
Tahuna Brothers. Yeah, man. You're, back in the day. Um, so then that never, you never thought, oh, I'll, I'd like to give it a, a shot? Well, I've always just been, um, come from a boxing family, so I felt like the, yeah, the day I turned old enough. Always. Yeah. Always going to go to boxing. Yeah. We, we were going to go there anyway. So we were just doing that to keep him busy and get motivated. Yeah. And, and we were doing it anyway. So then as soon as you turned 14, we just went... Even when I was like real young, like a real kid. Like but even Tom and they were like, Whoa, why? Why are you going to boxing? I go, oh, that's where we come from, man. Hmm. What so, What's next for you guys? Like, so what, what from now? Who's next? What's next? Where? Um, we put out a challenge to uh, Australian fighter just um, for the uh, 16th of November. We're just trying to get it confirmed before we announce a few things, but... Um, Every step we do now is very important. Every fight we do is bigger and better. So um, you know, there's a every 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 fight we have is going to count. You know what I mean? It's gonna it's like like what Rob said before. Every fight we have is our uh, our world title fight, and um, you know it, it's all going to lead up. If I if I was to lose a fight, then it's going to put me back a year. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'm not willing to do that. So. We're focusing on every fight. The next one's November 16th. So. Who? Um, we put out a challenge to... Can't uh, say. <laughs> oh, you can't say yeah, that? We're, can't not say we're not meant to say until it's confirmed. Yeah. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, he's from Queensland. <laughs> and he's a cruiserweight. <laughs> Google that, people. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland cruiserweight. And he's number three in Australia. <laughs> number three in Australia. <laughs> can't say names, though. Um, all right, cool. And, and then... If should you be victorious in that, where does that take you? Because um, that would put you. Would that put you in the top ten? <clears throat> oh man, I, I'm, I'm. To be honest, man, I'm not even sure about all these numbers. Eh? They they put someone in front of me and I fight him, bro. Yeah, I've trust them to do their job. Put a smart opponent in front of me that will help my ranking, and that's all I focus on. So I, I didn't even know the numbers and belts until he said them, bro. Like, that's not important to me. It's important. Just keep fighting, keep winning. So. We're so, ready to fight any of the top 10 in the world, like yesterday. But we just want to take our time and make sure when we do go overseas or anything like that, we're going to be prepared 100%. We're not going to go over and go, oh, no, we had a good shot at it, but we didn't succeed. And But when we go there, they're going to know who we are. Awesome. From Australia, bruv. That's <laughs> ace. That's I guess that, that's us for today. That's us. Guys, thank you so much for coming and for the sparring. Thank you. For everything. Thank, thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for coming on in the spa. It was Thanks great a lot, fun. guys. Appreciate thank it. You.